Stock have too high a price? Buy a slice. Trade fractional shares of your favorite U.S. stocks and ETFs in any dollar amount you choose with zero commissions online. Get started at fidelity.com slash stocks by the slice. Fractional share quantities can be entered to three decimal places if the value of the order is at least one cent. Dollar-based trades can be entered to two decimal places. Sell orders are subject to an activity assessment fee from one cent to three cents per $1,000 of principal. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Every day, our world gets a little more connected, but a little further apart. But then there are moments that remind us to be more human. Thank you for calling Amica Insurance. Hey, uh, I was just in an accident. Don't worry, we'll get you taken care of. At Amica, we understand that looking out for each other isn't new or groundbreaking. It's human. Amica, empathy is our best policy. Hello? Hello? Hi. Oh. <coughs> oh, Did uh... you, like, just take a bong rip? No, do I sound high? Well, no, you just you opened up the <laughs> call by. Well, yeah, I mean, actually, yes. Now that you do sound high, but you also you sound high, and you started off the call by taking a coughing fit. No, <laughs> I'm not high. That sounded like crying just now, um, actually. No, <laughs> this is just so funny. I'm just so nervous. Oh, okay. Don't be nervous. This is funny. This is objectively funny. You are on the phone <laughs> with a guy in a gecko costume. It's funny. This is I'll admit funny. that. This is it's pretty funny. funny. It's, you're in a funny situation right now. We're both in funny situations <laughs> right now. I'm wearing a gecko <laughs> costume on the phone with a random guy. This is pretty funny. Yeah. I agree with that. Dwayne, it says here that um, it says here that you are thinking about committing yourself to celibacy. Um, and you yes, wanted sir. to talk through that. Why are you thinking about committing yourself to celibacy, Dwayne? All right. So, um, should I just get right into it? Recently, yeah, definitely. I've just been, I've just been having a lot more, like a lot more sex, you know. Mm-hmm. And like, it's it's actually crazy because the thing is, so I'm, I'm 19, right? I, when I was in high school. I was like really fucking ugly, you know, and I didn't really have a whole lot of sex. But then like a few months after I graduated high school, you know, I started hooking up more and then maybe a little bit more. And like the last like, I would say six to eight months, you know, I've I've just been like hooking up so much Mm. and it's actually, and it's crazy. You know what I mean? Mm. And the thing is, I, I hate it. You know, like I hate it. Um, Let me. Can I ask you a question? Yeah, yeah. Actually, you know what? I I feel like you're giving me a top line right now. I want to finish your top line, and then I have questions. All right. So I I hate it, you know. But like, the thing is, like, I just <laughs> this is gonna sound so weird, but like, no, please. I love I love the way sex feels, and I'm actually mm-hmm. like really good at it like it's it's so it's so funny like it's actually crazy i've just been having a lot more sex lately and i just i kind of hate it you know like it's actually i just i hate it okay like it's Uh, gone to the point where it's gone to the point where like i'll be like driving home after like i'm done hooking up with someone and like 
I'll just be on the verge of tears, you know what I mean? Because I'm like, damn, like, what am I doing with myself? Like, am I really just going out and just doing all this? Because it's, it's meaningless, you know? Like, I'll never hit up the person after, or maybe we'll talk one more time after. But that's pretty much it, you know? Like, that's the only interaction I'll have. And, you know, I just feel like shit. You know, like, it's it's, it's wild. So, um, how, you said you've been kind of doing this for eight months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the last, I would say, like, the last eight months, I've been doing it a lot more. Okay, so tell me, um, how long into, at what point in that eight-month period do you realize that you hated it? Uh, I first realized this maybe, like, three weeks ago. I was hooking up with this one person, and the thing that made me start to hate it more was she actually had a boyfriend, and he mm-hmm. called, he, like, he called her, like, right, like, while we're in the middle of, like, hooking up, right, while we're in the middle of fucking. And, like, when we're done, she's like, oh, shit, like, that's, that was, like, my boyfriend called, I'm like, oh, shit, you have a fucking boyfriend? And at that moment, I would just sort of realize, I was like, damn, like, I really, like, that, that's the moment when I realized, like, I, I just hated hooking up with people. And so recently, like within the, like the last few, I would say last few days, mm-hmm. um, I would, I recently started considering maybe I should, you know, like commit myself to celibacy. Not, not, not for like, not forever, not forever or anything, but like until but I for a little bit. find, or until I, un- no, until I am in a long-term relationship, you know? Okay. Mm. So... You said you, at some point recently, uh, were hooking up with someone and you were driving home and you started crying. Like, it got that bad. I was on the verge of tears. Like, I, was, I was on the okay. verge of tears. Yeah. Can, can I hear, like, I when you were on the verge done. of tears, what like what were you thinking? What were you feeling? I was just thinking how much I hated myself. Like, how, well, not, not, I don't want to say hated myself, but, like, how much I felt like, like an object, I guess. Okay. I don't really know. Like, I just felt so bad because it was just a meaningless interaction that I had. And I kept doing it, you know? And I'm like, why am I doing this? It's just like, there's just nothing there, you know? But I'm still doing it. And that sort of just made me feel feel like that, you know? Let me ask you this. You were going on a little bit ago before I yelled at you about talking to the chat about... um talking about how you liked doing it because you gave me a few things. You said you didn't feel confident in high school. You're more confident now. You were telling me that you felt like you were good at it. And then there was another thing. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, in high school or like, actually like the, I don't want to say just high school, but like the vast majority of my life, except within like the last, uh, like a little less than a year, like the last like year or so, I was I've been like really unconfident. I was I'm not gonna lie, I was really ugly, really like really nerdy, you know. And now like now I'm much more attractive. Now I have more confidence, you know. Mm-hmm. So all those things that weren't available for me, you know, i.e. sex, all that that like that that wasn't available for me. It now. Sure. 
is so well, i mean I are, okay, are I you feeling it's available because like it's not like i have like women to pick and choose from but like okay. now i have more of an opportunity to have sex you know what i mean sure and so now you're are you feeling as though you are like making up for lost time or trying to take heavy advantage of this this newfound confidence in in how you look is that a sort of a symptom of this yeah yeah because what if it goes away you know like what if i'm never gonna have this opportunity to have sex again or like have okay. but like that's what part of me is thinking and like the other part of me is thinking like but i don't want to have all this meaningless sex. why you know did I mean? you when you were and you can tell me whatever the honest answer to this is why did you want to bring up that you felt like you were good at it how does that I, play into this? i just thought that was funny but like i'm not like i'm i'm pretty i like i like to think i'm pretty good at it um but that's just that's just that's just my opinion you know okay I like, so, I like to think I'm, I like to think I'm like above average. So this is like this is like a validation. Know. Is this like a validation thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I didn't have that. You know, I right. I never had that validation all of my life actually, except that except at this point, and I'm like, oh, now people are attracted to me. Now people want me. This is great, right? right? right. But no, it's actually not great. And know? it's and you know what's funny is that like you think that like having sex with a bunch of people like gets you the validation it's not going to get you mm -hmm. the because the validation is the the actual true validation we it's never going to come from anywhere except um you know something very internal i th i think yeah. i don't know I'm, and i had I'm stupid but um no I, I i agree with you because i had a lot of friends that um that you know when we were seniors in high school um they you know started having a lot a lot more sex and they were like and they felt the same way they were like because i you know i was like the last one in my friend group to lose my virginity and um they were like Dwayne, trust me like it's it's not worth it like you don't want this and i'm like all my friends are actually like they're they're really gorgeous you know like they're all super handsome they're incredibly good looking so i'm like you know well of course you can say that because you can have literally anyone you want literally look in the mirror like you're so hot you know but I'm not, you know what I mean? And then now I'm at that point where I'm realizing, damn, they're kind of right. You know what's crazy, Lyle? Every yeah. every girl, every no, every person that I've had sex with, I've met off a dating app. Like I've never it's it's so wild. Um Can I, I have to I have to bring something just, up. Right. I have to bring something up right now that yes, I, I think about that I really want to draw attention to. I'm imagining right now I'm a mad and maybe this is Whoever's listening. I'm imagining right now somebody who never has sex, like a young, I'm imagining right now a young dude who never has sex that's listening to this call and is pissed off at you. And let me finish about this: is who's upset and they're set and they're thinking like, oh, easy for you to say, oh, you just came in to brag, oh, this and that. And I'm imagining it, and I want to just say if that's you and you're listening to this right now, you have to under like. The fact that you're coming on here and you're saying, I am a young, attractive dude and I'm having a ton of sex and I'm and it's not the fucking answer. Isn't that what you would want to hear if you're a young guy hung up on not having sex with anyone? 
What, don't you want yeah, to thinking- hear from somebody? Wouldn't you want to hear from someone? Oh, hey, I actually uh, have the thing that you're obsessed with. Like, I, 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 I have lost my virginity. I have the thing that you're obsessed with, and it is. It wasn't the answer to the problems that you think it's the answer to. Isn't that what you would want to hear? I, mm-hmm. I, I, you know. So we're all on this consensus that this thing that's held in such a high regard, which is having sex with a bunch it's of people, is not the answer. Is not the answer. It's not the answer. So I wanted it's to bring not, that up, yeah. just as a thing, because I'm I'm thinking no, about so right. somebody so right. who who doesn't have sex with a lot of people that's that's listening to this, and it's just like that's what you would want to hear. Yeah, is anyone, that the thing that you're fixated on yeah. is really not the fucking thing you need to fixate on. But back to you. Yeah, and now I'm at this point where I'm like, maybe I should just stop, you know, because the last time I had sex was um, just a few days ago, and I was just out of it the whole time, you know, like I was not into it, like I was not into her at all, like I was just, like the whole time I was just like, damn, like in my mind I was just thinking, damn, what the actual fuck am I doing right now? Like I should just stop. So I was just like, hey, can we stop? And then like I left and now I came to that realization. Now I came to that realization I was told that I was telling you about earlier. I'm like, maybe I should just commit myself to celibacy until, you know, like I find a long term partner or until I find someone who I want to who I really want to be with, you know? Well, yeah, man, I think I'm tired um... of just this emotionless, emo- this emotionless this meaningless, emotionless sex is just draining me mentally. You know, like I, I hate it. Well, um, well, Dwayne, man, I think that if, um, if that's what you feel like you should do, you should do it. Yeah, you're you're right. I should. Oh no! I gave. I told. I said I wasn't going to give. I said I wasn't going to tell people what to do. But no, no, no. Like, I of, was, I was already gonna, I was already gonna do this. I was already gonna do yeah. this. I just wanted a second yeah. opinion, you know. Um. Well, Dorian, I'm glad to hear that. Um, you have sort of self-diagnosed your your problem and <laughs> are making uh, an effort to 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 fix it. And I, and again, I like I like I said when I'm telling you about how I'm thinking about somebody who who um, does not have a lot of sex and that that takes up a lot of their headspace. I'm imagining, I'm like thinking about this call from their filter. Um, and I think it's a helpful thing, you sharing this experience, because, again, it adds further evidence to the, the idea that, um, you know, the solution to life's problems uh, likely does not... Here I go, I'm saying some hippie shit. That the solution to life's problems does not lie in um, anything external. Yeah. Belial, why yeah, do you put right. ads on your podcast if, if, if the solution to life's problems doesn't uh, lie in anything external? Because I like buying candy bars in bulk and eating all of them because it helps me forget about my problems for a little bit. Well, 
Well, I just wanted to say thank you. I really appreciate it. But I'm, I'm a big fan of the stream too. Like I watch it. I watch it uh, most 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 days, and I listen to you. I listen to you on Spotify too. Uh, thank you for calling, Dwayne. Is there anything else you want to say to the people at the computer before we go? Um, no. I just want to say thank you, and uh, yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. Have a nice yeah, night. Good night, Dwayne. Bye. See, this would be a great place to put a podcast ad right here. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car or a house. It's the four wheels that get you where you're going and the four walls that welcome you home. When you combine auto and home insurance with Amica, we'll help protect it all. And the more you cover, the more you can save. Amica. Empathy is our best policy. Hello? Wild. Hi. Yeah, who is this? Uh, this is Leroy. How's it going, Leroy? Good. How are you doing tonight? Uh, I'm a gecko on the computer, man. How can I how can I geck you this evening? Um well I, I have a an issue that I'm kind of upset about. Um oh, hit me. sorry, you might hear my cat in the background. He's a bit noisy. Hit me. Um, yeah, I, I'm upset because I want to be your friend in like a mm. real life, genuine human check in on each other way. Sure, but yeah. I understand that that's like a parasocial fantasy because right, you, right. I, 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 I like the portrayal you put forward of yourself on the internet. It's true. It's true. Um, is that it? I don't know if you were done talking. Um, yeah, yeah, that's it. Um, see, it's interesting. I've, I, I barely even, I, I barely even hang out with my own, with my friends in real life, to be honest. Um, I, I guess I don't, I don't do friends the way that most people do, maybe. I don't know if that's true. No, that's probably not true. But anyway, um, Let's see. You want to be friends with me, but you feel as though it is it is impossible. Well, like okay, you live in New Zealand, right? I do. Yeah. See, you know, look, I I feel like I'm I'm not a good like I think the fantasy that we would text each other all the time and like you know be really major parts of each other's lives is is almost certainly not going to happen. But um, I don't know if I go to yeah, New Zealand. It's, it's unrealistic. Sh- it's unrealistic. But if I go to New Zealand, I do a show. I'm hanging out afterwards. You know, maybe maybe we'd hang out. I could hang out with anyone. Hey, because hanging out is like a. Uh, it's an. There's no real commitment there. Like I can't be in your life, and I can't even promise you. Yeah. I'd hang out with you because I, you live in New Zealand. But I'm thinking in my head, if I ever went to New Zealand, I did a show, I was hanging out at the bar afterwards, we did a whole thing. We could hang out, we could have a genuine human conversation with each other. I could see that happening. I would be, I would enjoy that, actually. That would be fun. But no, there's no, I don't think that we would become 
any sort of close, lasting friends. Even if you, uh, for many reasons, not had many many reasons <laughs> that have nothing to that have nothing at all to do with who you are as a person. Does that make sense? Yeah, like even just logistically, it it it's not a match made in heaven. I think. No, no, I think the 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 just meeting and having a human conversation would probably yep. satisfy. You know what's crazy is that you that. could you could be like the the perfect kind of dude that I would be friends with, and we still I still wouldn't I don't think it would happen because for many just logistical reasons. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a frustrating thing with celebrities in general. I think because they share like. They're, they're, they bear their soul and the art they share with us and you feel like you know them but then like yeah. it's obvious that there's a setup there at the start where if you're a fan of them you can never really have a genuine human friendship because you're always chasing the image not the the reality and it's funny you know what's funny is I um, this isn't even a thing of like you know, streamer viewer thing. I think just in my life, I'm like, I'm very non-committal with most of my relationships, be they, you know, any kind. And I'm very much like, I'm if I'm with you, like if you and I were standing at a bar and we were talking to each other, I'd be like, okay, in this moment that I'm staring at you and we're with each other, I'm with you right now. We're homies, but I only, I can only ever guarantee the mm-hmm. moment. You know what I'm saying? I can only, even with my real life friends, I feel like I can only ever guarantee the moment. You know, I feel like I can't, like I couldn't commit to a package of six consecutive weekends that I'll hang out with my real life friends. You know what I'm saying? I can only commit to the moment that I'm in. Yeah. I don't know if that's a problem. I don't know if that's a function that's kind of, of the way that I live my life, but that's how I feel about my real life friends as well. I feel like that's kind of beautiful though, because that teaches you to, to savor everything you're you're living for the exact now that you're experiencing instead of chasing something that might be better that for probably isn't. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I like having this conversation with you so much more than if I were just like, yeah, of course I'll be your friend, because that's I don't want to lie to you. Yeah. I'm I'm genuinely really grateful for the moment we're sharing now. Like I I just had a day off work and decided to call in and thought, oh, there's no way. And then I'm talking to you now, which doesn't feel real, but I'm grateful. That's true. We're in that. We are with each other in this moment right now. I can prom. I cannot promise a moment outside of this one, but I can promise to be in this phone call that we are on currently. Hmm. I really like that. This is a, it's 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 a memory that I'm currently creating but already cherishing. Um, can I ask you this? While I have you, is there anything that you that like? Let's say we were, you know, lifelong friends, right? What uh, is there, yeah. what is there anything you would want to talk about? Like now that like we're in this moment, currently. Um, I, I, 
I like what you said before about the sharing moments with people. I, I yeah. like the friendships where it's, we, we can sit comfortably together in a room doing completely separate things, but just merely sharing the space with the person feels like a bonding experience. That kind of, it does kind of feel like what we're doing right now because you're in a different, complete other continent, and yet we're just sitting here on the phone. Like we're in, we're in completely like we're we're probably about as far away from each other as we could be, but it's true. We're it's both true. focused on the other person. I I like that. Do you have a Do you have a lot of friends in real life, Leroy? Uh, Leroy, um, and uh, I I have I I have a couple of very close friends, and then a lot of friends. You know, have you ever heard the Parks and Recreation There's a lot of people I see fairly. From the guy, and he's I, like, sometimes if somebody gets too friendly with me, I'll call them by the wrong name. I didn't do that intentionally, but I, that... <laughs> Sorry, you were te- you were saying real things to me, and I interrupted it to say that stupid thing. You were telling me about oh. your friends in real life. Yeah, I have, a, I have a small handful of very close friends that I would, like, share secrets and bear my soul with and then a lot of people that I see very regularly that I enjoy seeing and I think I, I, I guess you could call them friends but they're, they're people I really I enjoy seeing not someone I'd go to in a crisis are you satisfied with the, the, the friendship sphere of your life currently I am I, I reflect on that sometimes of like I'm I'm happy with my circle, and that doesn't mean it's closed, but the people that I have are quite cool. I like that. I like that. Well, fuck. All right. Shit. If I come to New Zealand, maybe we can maybe we can hang out. Yeah, I'd love to hang out. Okay. All right. All right. We can, we'll figure that out. I'm going to try. Well, I'm going to Australia. I don't know how far that is. Come there. That make it well, easier. It's 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 like a three hour flight. Okay. Depending on where in Australia you go. Laura, is there anything else you want to say to the people at the computer before we go? Um No, I've I've been in a, in a completely separate room to where I had the stream going, just talking to you. But I, I do want to say thank you to you for sharing this moment with me this is i i never expected it and it's been really special hey thanks for sharing this moment with me as well hopefully i'll see you uh when i go down under that sounded sexual hopefully but actually it did it only sounded sexual after i said that um thank you for calling is it leroy or leroy leroy thank you for calling leroy thank you lyle uh sorry kick You know what, Leroy? I feel like we reached a level in our relationship where if you truly desire, you can call me Lyle. Hello? Hey. Hi, is this Liz? Um, if you must. I prefer Elizabeth, but that's okay. Um, what's what's going on with you? How can I get you today? Well... About a month ago or so, I had friends that just called me on a whim and were like, hey, do you want to jump out of an airplane with me? And I was like, 
Yes. So I met that we like met halfway from where we live and we jumped out and it was the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. Honestly, it was like I I'm an adrenaline junkie and I almost bailed and then I did it and like ever since then the rest of my life has just been like really boring. Okay, so you went skydiving and then ever since your rest of your life has been very boring. So, and I have, like, not loved my job. I'm, like, actually working towards getting my dive master and scuba diving to, like, potentially dabble in that. The problem is, the biggest problem is, like, I make it, like, I don't make a ton of money at my job, but I would make a lot more than I do in any other way. And my husband just bought a business, so, like, all of my money is there. So I'm, like, having this struggle of like do I stay with my corporate job that is so boring um, and not fulfilling or but I like can't find a plan to get where I want if that makes sense what tell me what it is that you want where are you, where are you trying to get to uh, I mean honestly like best case scenario I mean honestly the best case scenario would be to like marry rich and then I could just do what I want but Alas, I married ambition, and that that one's out. Um, mm-hmm. second, you married. You married. Uh, you tried to get in early. You married someone yeah, with the potential to get rich. Right, but then you know, it turns out he's like a socialist and believes in like creating his company as like employee owned and sharing all of the profits ah. with the employees. So, oh my god, you know, no, no, you you yeah, you married yeah. the wrong guy. If uh, you're did. looking to get yeah, rich, I, think, I know. So, we're going to let that one ride for a couple more years and see how that plays out, So, which means I okay, need to come up with okay. like a plan. Okay, yes. Yeah. So, you're going to let that one ride, see how it plays out, and in the meantime, you're going to come up with a plan. Um, okay, so, I mean, listen, uh, Liz, what uh, what do you want to do with your time? I mean, I just want to feel like I'm contributing positively. Like, right now, I'm literally a number, and, like, I help a lot of people, but the people that tech, I mean, I'm just, like, I'm a pawn in a corporate corporation, and it, yeah, like, feels horrible. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, okay, so, again, listen, we're, we, we know what you don't want to do. Uh, we know yeah. you don't want to be a cog in the corporate machine, but what do you want to do, Liz? I mean, if I could really do anything, it would be, like skydiving instructor like um, you know dive, scuba diving instructor but that would require moving to the ocean and again business um, I just I want to do something where I feel like I'm making an impact so like and pays me deep well so that I can do all the fun well if you're a skydiving do. instructor I, I would hope you're not making an impact <laughs> good one <laughs> Okay, so you want to make an impact. I mean, what what else? What else? What are some things that you feel like you could do to make an impact? I mean, here's the problem. There's a million things that I could do to make an impact, and I'm sure, like in a lot of ways, whatever. It's just that I have like my securities licenses, like my so I do like work in the financial industry. So it just uh-huh. took me so long to get here. So it's like all of the things that I wanted to do that I would want to do would be, I guess it's the fear of starting over, I think is really my biggest hurdle. Like this would require me going in night classes, not doing anything except hustling 
and it would take me like another five years, right? And then I well, can I say I have? Problem. I mean, it sounds it doesn't it sounds like the only way forward is to start over, right? I if know. you're in this job that you don't like, I mean, you could either start over or you know be unhappy for the next you know, 60 years just pushing paper and doing your financial job. So, I mean, starting over is really the only chance you have at doing a thing that will make you remotely happy. I know. Yeah, I mean, the the flip side is, though, because the job is easy, there is zero stress, and I make decent money. So it's like, do I just suck it up and ride the corporate train and, like, that pays me to do, like, I can afford to do the things that I want to do? Does your job have flexibility? Kind of like they just uh, okay. started telling us in advance, like we have to schedule our break now. You know. Like, well, so, so yes, do it, you? But, can you make money? Like, all right, these things that you say you're gonna have to start over doing, like being a skydiving instructor or scuba instructor. Like, can you not pursue these things while you are still employed with the financial yeah, company? But- Right, and I totally can. It's just that it ends up in a place where I'm qualified to make not very much money, but I have a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, you should you should try to brainwash your husband into um, becoming a capitalist, and that way uh, you can still kind of have that <laughs> as, a, as a backup in case if none of this works. You know, and it could happen. He, he owns a bike shop, like it's here, a backcountry. He owns a bike shop. Bike I feel like you, I, how rich can you really get owning a bike shop? You can't. There's, we like he he can live. You know, we get a lot of discounts on the bike. Like we're big mountain bikers. You know, and, you know, do that kind of thing. So we get all the discounts on that too, which helps. But yeah, you okay. can't. Well, I don't know if being rich and getting discounts on bicycles are the same thing, but they are. It's not nothing. Right. But just to like a little side bar here, while I was on with Bree, shout out to Bree. Happy birthday, Bree. Um, she, we kind of had a chat about it because I think she's having similar feelings about not being her screen caller, but her other occupation. And we came to the conclusion that I should just learn to be a mermaid. Don't learn to be that I don't know if being a mermaid is something that you can learn how to do. I think you have to be born that. Is that where you born a gecko? Touche. Uh, Liz, is there anything else you want to say to the people at the computer before we go? Um, no, that was it. But yeah, thank you. Thanks for calling. Bye. Man, I hope um, I hope that that woman either gets a new job or a divorce or, I don't know, whatever it is that'll make her happy in life. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a house. It's your home, the place that's filled with memories. The early days of figuring it out to the later years of still figuring it out for the place you've put down roots trust amica home insurance amica empathy is our best policy
Hello? Hello. What's up? All right. That was not you tr- that was what's that was not anything. That was uh that was not even a noise. <laughs> Did you okay. I said how did it go? All right, you all right, you Did started you with that? not a noise and then we got to a noise. I feel like we are on an upward trajectory towards words, okay. perhaps even sentences. Yeah, those could develop perhaps. Could happen. Okay. What is your name? I am Dakota. You are Dakota. Okay, that's a full sentence. See, I was right. We did it. <laughs> we got there. Uh, what's going on with you, Dakota? Uh, you know, I just uh, got a new job, and I'm just just working at the moment. That's all I got. I mean, nothing crazy going on. That's not true. You called but, in to talk to me about something, didn't you? Well, yes, yeah, but that's it was in the past. Okay. What is it that you want to talk in about? Today. <laughs> I called in today to talk about my my ex that believed that porn was cheating. Mm. That was her her theory, and uh, the whole time she had this theory, I was watching porn behind her back. So some would say mm. I was cheating. Okay. Uh, how long did you date this person for? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna round up and say four years. You did it for four years, and the whole time you were watching porn. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's like I'm gonna say there's like three months where I wasn't. Okay. How deep into when the relationship like, did she tell did she tell you that she believed that watching porn was cheating? I'm gonna say a solid like two months into it and like it just came up in a conversation and she was like, uh, you know, I don't really like it. I think it paints women in a negative light. And I was like, Yeah, I agree, you know, and she's like, I don't feel comfortable with you watching it. And mm-hmm. I was like, Okay. Now I'll stop watching it. And then But she I came up another time and she talked about it and I was like I mean, yeah, I still watch it. And then she started crying. <laughs> yeah. Mm, so, uh, I mean, okay, look, every relationship, there, cheating is not some, like, objective, standardized metric across the world. You know, I mean, people mm. argue about this all the time. They're like, is dancing... With someone cheating is flirting with someone. The ants and some there are there are some relationships where the couples have decided that each other can have sex with other people and that's not cheating. And then yeah, that's yeah. that's on one side, okay. And then on the other side of the spectrum, there are are couples who have decided that, such as in your case, watching porn is cheating. And so it's really up to the people in the relationship to set their own standards of what they're cool with. And Dakota, listen. Uh, I am. Uh, you know, undeniably, there was a boundary set, and undeniably, you did knowingly break that boundary. 
that is that is a hard truth I have to accept. Yes. Um, how did you guys talk about this? What was the conversation like? Uh, you know, it was it was a long time ago, but it was just you know normal at first, and like I don't know, just came up in the conversation talking about like porn and just saying she does not like it. She does not like people watching it. She thinks it's terrible. But then there's also that time, like recently, like before the breakup, she was like, oh, you know, I'd make an OnlyFans. Like, why not? So she would dive into porn herself, but wouldn't watch it. I don't, I don't know. Um, okay. Uh, well, I mean, listen, what, None of that stuff, whether or not she would say she makes an OnlyFans. I mean, listen, the girl told you point blank. See, can I listen, Dakota? I think here's next time what you should do. Okay. If you start a relationship with someone and they're like, okay, if we are going to be in an exclusive relationship, if we have decided I'm your girlfriend's, you're my boyfriend's vibes. Mm. And we are writing the contract of our relationship. And I'm letting you know that I want this in the contract. I'm communicating that to you. If at the time that contract is being written, you mm-hmm. disagree adamantly with that, that clause that she would like to be in the contract, you, you got to make that clear. Ahead of time. Oh, okay. What is your thoughts on all of this? Well, there's another aspect to it. I mean, T- she was tell me the know, other not aspect. Putting out, she was not putting out. Like, we're 20. You know, mm-hmm. I feel like at this ripe age, we should be, you know, experimenting. We should be, you know, doing all these things, mm-hmm. and that was just not happening for weeks on end. Sure, and so but I was just always left. And 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 Dakota, listen, it's okay if you're in a re- it's okay if you're in a relationship and like you want to have sex and the other person doesn't want to have sex. You're not a a villain for wanting to have sex, but you got to leave that if you got to leave that relationship like at that time. You can't just be like staying in it and trying to get your way while you're in it. Like if 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 sex is important to you and the other person doesn't want to just just find a different thing, you know. In, instead, you're like wasting this person's time. This person, like, it's it's okay to call it quits if you're not getting what you desire out of the relationship. But to, no, to no, stay no, in it, not like the it was not like a deciding factor of the relationship. Like, I'm just it was just another aspect to it that she was not. You know, it felt like she didn't like me, like, because it wasn't happening a a lot. So can I, why did you stay so long if it really just seems like it wasn't working out between you guys? Uh, Because it was, I I mean, it was, like, I can't say that it was a deciding factor, but it was just, I was, you know, followed her out to college, like all this. We were living together, like, it was just really deep into it. Okay, so you were really deep into a thing that was not working. It was. It, it, there was absolutely nothing wrong with it. Like, I can't say that. Like, there was nothing. 
nothing wrong with the relationship. That it was just, you know, I was watching porn behind the back. That's the main thing that I was doing that was wrong. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, what what are you are you dating anyone now, Dakota? Uh, not currently. Um. You know, man, listen, I, I think, like, if you could take away something from this experience as you navigate your mm. relationships in the future, it's like, dude, if if a thing is not working, it just sounded like this relationship was not working for you, but, okay, I'm going to give my thing of this. It sounded like this relationship was not working for you, um, mm. but you didn't want to leave because you were quote in too deep and so instead of leaving because you were in too deep you were like navigating to to like figure out a way to get what you desire while still staying in it which was like just next time just leave next time if it's not working out just leave save both of you guys time and energy and leave it's you're never in too deep Okay, you don't own her. She doesn't own you. Things are be 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 it. If you're gonna be in a relationship, be in it until it doesn't work out. If it's not working out, just leave. Why would you stay because you're quote in too deep? That doesn't make sense to me. Like I, I I'm not like saying that I was you know sticking with her like because I was in too deep. Like I had a lot of a lot of love for that girl, but. She that this is like not like the deciding factor of our relationship of why it ended like it was her deciding that she needs to find herself and figure out what she wants in life. Okay, good for her. Yeah, yeah, that good. It is good for her, but it wasn't the truth. But you know, it's good that she saved my heart by what saying do you, that. What do you mean it wasn't the truth? Like she's not really like looking for to find herself because she uh, told me she was like trying to find a relationship already. Like two weeks after we broke up, like she was already talking to another dude no, from her class. May- maybe talking to the other dude from her class was in her definition of finding herself part of that journey. Yeah, but would, also at agree, that point. But- but also, but also at that point when she tells you that and it becomes over, you you no longer need to be dissecting the uh, truthfulness of her statements. You know, at that point, mm. you should be moving on with your life. Mm-hmm. I definitely have. I definitely have since then. How long ago was this? Uh, May twenty third of this year. Mm-hmm. Okay. What's next for you, Dakota? What are you doing in your life? Uh, currently, I like moved. So I'm, I like moved from my hometown, six hours away, to Fall to Stroke College, and then now I moved an hour away from that spot. And I'm just, you know, looking for. Um, I'm in college right now, so I'm just. Well, I'm taking a gap year and then going back to college because I couldn't apply okay. to the same one I was going to because I was leaving. Okay. Listen, what I'm saying here is, you know, 
um, so much fucking easier said than done. Like, I, I very mm -hmm. much empathize with the idea of being in too deep to, and that making you scared to, to make certain decisions. But I, I hope mm -hmm. from this thing that you l learn better to recognize as soon as you can when you are, quote, in too deep and make the proper decision that saves you and the other person some time. Okay. Okay. That's fair. Does that, how do you feel about the, this conversation that we have had? I'm genuinely curious. I feel, I feel, you know, I, I've learned a lesson for sure. That's, I feel like I've, I've gained something out of this. Okay, good. Good. Um, Dakota, is there anything else you want to say to the people at the computer before we go? Uh, uh, hold on to your forever, like as long as possible. Like that's, because it doesn't last as long as you want it to. That's all I got to say. Thank you for calling Dakota. Thank you. Um, ah, fucking, uh, Dakota was, uh, it said here he was 20. Um, it sounded like maybe it was one of his first relationships. I don't know. I don't. I shouldn't be saying things like that. I shouldn't be assuming information. But um, yeah, I guess it can be scary when you feel as though you are in too deep into something to leave it. But fuck, man. Sometimes you get you got you got to you got to for if not for your own sake, for the sake of the other people involved in the thing. You know, and I hope I hope that girl did go on to uh, f fucking find herself and find um, whatever it is. If it's a relationship with somebody who is on a same wavelength with her about porn and about things like that, or if it's spending some time by herself, whatever it is, I hope hope she found her thing. I hope Dakota finds his thing, and they both uh, live happy, productive lives as human beings on the earth. I am a gecko. Hello? Hello? Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? What's, um, what's going on? Um, okay. Oh my god, sorry. So, <laughs> shit, sorry, there's a dog. Um, I've been calling there for months. There's a dog. <laughs> to try and talk about this um so basically i got i got fired um from my job a little while ago in like september um i'm non-binary and uh my managers kind of had an issue with that like they were really disrespectful about it everyone else that worked there was really awesome like right now i'm with two of my best friends that i met there and uh yeah um, sorry, I'm very nervous. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's We actually just had somebody uh, call in who the exact same thing happened to them. I don't know if you heard that. Yeah, we've we've been on we've been on this whole call, and you said my name in the beginning, and we were like, Holy shit, that means something. Sorry, I cussed. Uh, that means something. You can, <laughs> sorry, you can cuss, but you can. Have you listened to the podcast? You can cuss. 
Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're totally right. You're totally right. Um, so, okay. I mean, so, so I kind of talked about it with, with, uh, the caller who was, who was a teacher that the same thing happened to them. Um, what, what is your story? Okay. So, um, so basically I've had, uh, I've had issues with them, like the whole time, like two of them were basically like, we're just straight up not going to use your pronouns. Like, uh, you know. You look what you look very feminine pre- presenting, and normally I'm super understanding. Like, I uh, I am feminine presenting, and like, but is people refusing to like use it? That pisses me off and bothers me. So I've always had an issue with that. And then this new man, this new manager came in a little bit before, and he was like, uh, he uh, he he was basically always talking about how. He's got a trans friend, and he's super liberal, yada, yada, blah, 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 blah. And I wore, like, these earrings once that were, like, they, them. And it was to make them remember to use them. And okay. uh, he came up to me, and he was like, oh, they, them. I know a whole bunch of, like, adverbs, and he just listed a shit ton of fucking adverbs. Like okay. to me, he he just says really weird things like that, and he'll corner people. He's known for being very like racist and homophobic, a whole bunch of issues. So and basically, so, one so, day. So Jaden, um, no, it's okay. No, actually, f- finish your story. I want I want to hear kind of where you're at. So basically, one day it kind of uh, compiled, and I was trying to talk to them about how uh, I needed to be paid, like what these new people were being paid. Anyway, it was a different thing that I wanted to talk about. So I told one of the different managers I need to talk to the the main dude who I said all those things about. And um, so they started talking and one of my coworkers came up to me and she was like, they're talking about you having a problem with using pronouns. And I was like, what the fuck? That's not even what I want to talk about. And so uh, I was like, whatever. I just kept doing my job. And then a little while later, they're like right behind me. And uh, he says, Trans people shouldn't play in sports, and um, fucking uh, there's X chromosome, XY chromosome, XX chromosome, like right mm-hmm. behind me. And also, mm-hmm. in, we worked in a restaurant, and it was right in front of customers and everything, a whole bunch of people, like it, very loudly. And I kind of turned around and I was like, "You don't know what you're talking about. You don't need to say that shit. Like, I'm I'm trans. You don't need to say that anywhere." Mm-hmm. You're a manager. Shouldn't say that kind of stuff. And like, I just kind of went off on him and then like went to the back and <laughs> took my little vape break because <laughs> I was stressed. Yeah. And um, then, uh, you know, people came and consoled me. And then a little while later, he was like, Can we go talk uh, outside for a little bit? And so um, we did. And he just talked for like, Oh, I swear to God, like an hour about how liberal he is and how like he didn't mean any of them. Like it came across not what he meant. And, like he's got trans friends, and I was just we just argued okay. basically back and forth for an hour. So, so and, did, uh, did did he end up firing you after this? No. So basically, that happened a month before I got fired, and I called HR after this happened, mm-hmm. and I reported him, and that was a whole thing. 
and uh, an investigation was held, I guess. Um, But I wasn't really there when it happened. I was kind of out of town. I kind of didn't mean to plan it like that, but it kind of worked out great because I'm kind of not great. Like, I wouldn't want to go to work if I knew that I had to be dealing with that shit. And um, so, uh, but when I got back, everyone was like, I don't know, something might happen. He might be getting fired. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. And then everyone just walked on, like all the managers kind of walked on eggshells around me. And it was really weird. And then kind of like, I don't know how long, it wasn't that long later that I got fired. Okay. What was the reason that they gave you as to why they fired you? Oh, right. Okay. So that's a huge fucking deal. So, uh, (laughs) um, so basically the week that it happened, I had already had issues where I like, uh, missed a shift or something. Cause I have like, uh, sorry, I have an autoimmune. So other issues. So you missed yeah, some shifts. Yeah, because it kind of it doesn't. It's not okay, about so, so. the no call no show that I got fired because it was some. Yeah. It was some BS because basically in the beginning of the week I wasn't scheduled for this Friday shift, and then I had an issue where someone needed that shift covered, and I was like, "Oh, I'm not working, so I can cover it." But it ended up getting covered, so I didn't have to work. So it was okay. clear I didn't have to work, and then Friday rolled around, and I just happened to look to see if the schedule was up for next week, and I was like, and. And then I looked at the schedule and I was I was supposed to be working Friday all of a sudden when like not even two days ago in the week, like um, me and a manager, like me and a manager and a whole nother employee, like confirmed that I was not working Friday. So all of a sudden my schedule changed Mm -hmm. and then no one called me. And like normally, like the managers will call you like 10 minutes if you're not there. The first 10 minutes of the shift, they'll call you and be like, hey, where you at? And I didn't get that because I wasn't, I, I don't know, I wasn't like looking, I wasn't, I didn't think I was supposed to work and no one called me. So, uh, yeah. Okay, and then so, I then, came so, in so this is, is, this is what um, they used as the reason why they wanted to fire you. Yes, exactly. I came okay. in the next day and they fired me. Okay, and and you believe that it, that that is a cover up for them just wanting to fire you because they they didn't, you know, want want to. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, totally. Because the sec- Sorry. So so. You know, like I said, we we had a we had a call that was kind of similar to this, and so I you know I have similar questions for you. Um, are you planning on trying to take any further action to this? Totally. I already talked with like a an attorney and all for it, okay. and um, I just I'm basically just trying to get the money for it. I've been working, you know, I had to get a new job, but it wasn't. Uh, I had to get a job immediately because I have bills and stuff, so it wasn't exactly a good money enough. So I'm basically the, mm-hmm. the my friends, my best friends that I'm with now. They're we're all trying to raise money. They're going to help me be able to because once I I know I'm going to win it. The attorney said that if I took it to court or even settled it like i'd i'd it's a it's retaliation no matter what like even Mm -hmm. without the transphobia Mm -hmm. it's retaliation but i do live in the south so it's kind of like uh, you know we kind of want them to settle i don't know if i want to if i (laughs) anyways but yeah um uh 
Yeah, so I am trying to take legal action. I just, I'm trying to save the money to do so. Well, I'm glad that, um, it sounds like your friends have been very supportive of you, and I'm, I'm sorry that that happened. I mean, that's a whole bunch of bullshit to deal with. Um, Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate uh, that. What are you kind of doing moving forward? Are you did you get a new job that you're more happy with? Um, yeah, I'm starting. I have been working at a vape store because I just you know it was easy. But I uh, I'm starting a new job tomorrow actually, working with dogs. I love dogs, so yeah. Beautiful. And I've been writing a book, so I've just been like kind of able to take the time to myself. Actually, it's kind of been a blessing, I guess. Okay, good. Because you know, uh, I'm I'm sorry to keep comparing you to the other call I, I I had, but it was it's interesting how you you both have a similar story. Because um, the other person I talked to about this, they felt like, um, going after the person that fired them would like they felt as though it would cause them a lot of stress. Um, and I'm glad mm, yeah. to hear that it doesn't, it doesn't, and I don't know cause I haven't asked you about it yet, but it doesn't sound like to me the process of suing these people is a detriment to you. It sounds like you're doing it, but at the same time you are simultaneously moving on with your life and not letting the fixation on this situation that happened to you prevent you from going, getting a new job fucking working with dogs doing your stuff like living your life and you're with your friends it sounds like you've been able to kind of simultaneously do those things which is is i'm glad to hear that yeah yeah i had a weird situation where i kind of ran into the managers outside of like just living life uh that fucked me up a little bit but i got past it because i have really good friends a good support system good that's awesome um Jaden, I hope that you, I hope that you win your case. I hope that um, the situation as a whole. And uh, I mean, look, I'm not worried about you, dude, because I. It seems like you're uh, uh, moving along in life just well, just you know, without this being a um, sort of negative fixation. For you at least i don't know if that's true or not but that's that's the vibe i'm getting from what you're telling me yeah yeah kind of it, you know it's stressful when i think about it but uh like i said my friends are always like nah fuck these people we're gonna take them to court fuck them um yeah Jaden, is there anything else that you want to say to the people of the computer before we go um i love your podcast i love everything you do Thank you so much. I've been calling for like months to try to talk to you about this. It's kind of awesome. Like getting the validation from you and like, I don't know, hearing you say that everything's going to be okay. Makes me feel better. (laughs) Well, I mean, you don't even need me to tell you that. It sounds like you're doing very well. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Good luck hanging out with all the dogs. Don't let them fucking spit on you. Unless if you like that. Oh. Uh, I don't know. Sometimes, not by dogs, though. Thank you. Sorry. Um. Uh. Yeah. No problem. Have a good one.
Every day, our world gets a little more connected, but a little further apart. But then, there are moments that remind us to be more human. Thank you for calling Amica Insurance. Hey, uh, I was just in an accident. Don't worry, we'll get you taken care of. At Amica, we understand that looking out for each other isn't new or groundbreaking. It's human. Amica, empathy is our best policy.